Hello and welcome to the Change and Transition podcast with me, your host, Crystal Deborah. Oh, yes, that's the sound of me being very excited. And it's because the next few episodes are going to be very, very exciting. Um, Just to give you an idea of why I'm so excited. I was recently interviewed by the incredible Shelley from Alpha Stute. Now, we met at work and we hit it off straight away. So after just a few minutes of speaking, we discovered that we had a very similar story. So both of us practiced law. Uh, Both of us discovered that we had travelled quite a bit on our own. We both also now help people to attain their career goals and we both absolutely love what we do. So in this particular episode, you'll be dropping in on our evening conversation where we talk about things like how we met, why we changed careers, how we changed careers, what factors did we consider before we made the leap and also our general thoughts on support for students on the whole, which in my opinion isn't great. Uh, because it's it's needed in schools. I think people need to understand career management from when they're very young. But anyway, that's an aside. Uh, we also give our thoughts around what it's like to change careers and career changes can sometimes experience issues around status. You know, when you change a job, your status can change, especially when you're coming from a profession that is very well respected and going into something that's unknown to so many people. And then also the importance of having support around you. And both of us uh, benefited massively from the people around us. And we also talk about things a little bit on the periphery, such as pressure to get into certain relationships by a particular age and and that kind of thing. Um, And then we also talk about faith and how the importance of faith helped us to get to where we are today. So sit back, take notes and enjoy our conversation. Um, hi everybody. So as was said, um, we've had a lot of chitter chatter about career transitioning. Some of y'all would know that I am a former state prosecutor of four years and I've transitioned from law to business. Of course, it has not been an easy journey and I was privileged to come across Crystal who has shared a similar journey to me and has done so very successfully. Um, She's an amazing careers consultant at King's College London and she also um, has a startup called They Don't don't Tell You. They Don't Tell You. Um, So yeah, we're just going to like share our journey today um, and I'm sure she has a lot of pressing questions for me as well. Don't make them too hard. Okay, good. So go for it. Yeah. So I I guess it might be good to kind of tell them how we know each other. Okay, so we met here <laughs> at King's. Yeah. Um, I think I came to shadow you. So I was yeah. I was just starting out, and I, I, I know that you've been here mm-hmm. for a bit longer than me, so I just watched how you did it, really. Yes. I just thought, wow, she's really good. <laughs> um, and then we just got talking, really. Yeah, yeah. and basically Crystal came in um, as a career consultant. She has to shadow persons that are already uh, doing the job. Mm. And we kind of just exchanged ideas around how we deal with students, um, and what our styles are and then we got to talking about backgrounds and that's when I found out a lot about her so share I guess share the journey and why mm. why the transition 
My goodness, where do I start? So, first of all, um, yes, I qualified as a solicitor advocate mm-hmm. um, and I worked with, with family law, I worked in mental health, I also did a bit of housing. So, it was about really helping people who were going through difficulty and helping to keep their homes to, to ensure that they had justice when they were within the mental health system, that kind mm. of thing. And it was, it was good. I liked the, the fact that I had lots of responsibility. But for me, it just felt as though I was getting people out of mess, you know. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I so that feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. so people would come to me and, I don't know, maybe there was an issue with their housing. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'd get them out of it so they wouldn't lose their home. But the problem was nothing in their mind had changed. They'd right. come back again, so people kept coming back with the same issues. Right. And it just frustrated me because I just felt not useless, but... You just felt very stuck because it's yeah. almost like it's monotonous in a sense, right? And there's no, I mean, there is purpose around what you're doing, but yes. then it feels as though the, a purpose has been fulfilled, but then there's not something new coming up next. Exactly. And yeah. for me, it's about seeing that change in the room, you know? And yeah. unfortunately, my role wasn't to do that. There were other people who were doing that, right? Or trying to do that, but yeah. <clears throat> something just didn't feel right. And I just looked at the people that were higher up in the organization mm. and I thought, could I do this for the rest of my life? Did I really want to do this? And I thought, no. <laughs> so I just decided yeah. to, to do something else. Mm. Um, and that was a big jump. So how long have you? How long were you a solicitor? So I worked in law for about three years full time. Uh, before that, I did little bits here and there because mm-hmm. you have to do law school, and then yeah. whilst you actually have your going through your degree, you get experience as well. So I'd been in it for a while. Yeah. But the thing is, on the way, so I've got to tell you this. So on the way to law, um, I had already written a book called What They Don't Tell You About University. And that Amazing, was, yeah. Yes. And that was to help young people who were going from school into university to cope with right. what it what was is, like. Yeah. Because for me, as the first person in my family to go to uni, there was no one really to guide me. And mm-hmm. I struggled a lot in the first year. Wow. I didn't yeah. do too well. So... I know how hard it is. Yeah. And I thought that there's a gap here. Uh-huh. So why don't I fill it? Why don't I do something to help students who may be like me? Absolutely. And I just ran with that idea, really. Right. And I mean, you, you talk about the fact that, you know, there was somewhat a, like a lack of guidance mm. in a sense. Is it that you think um, that guidance comes very late in the the educational process of students, right? So we make these big choices. We want to be the doctors, the engineers. <laughs> and then when we finally enroll, we're just lost. And yeah. I, I mean, it's only at the point, point of university that you really get exposed to career advice in a, in a deep way, right? Yes. Um, did you feel like, uh, in terms of the institutional infrastructure around it, that there wasn't support in that regard? Not really. So. Um, I remember my career's advice, I think it yeah. came around sixth form, right. college, yeah. and it was pretty much, this is how you get into university, <laughs> you fill out the UCAS application, yep. you pick six universities and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all I was told. No one actually questioned me and said, why do you why? want to be a lawyer? Nobody. Right. And I come from an African background, so anyone who is <laughs> African already knows you have three options, doctor, <laughs> lawyer, engineer. Yeah. They allow IT consultants now. That's they allow that now but yes that was pretty much all I'd, I was exposed to and mm-hmm. so I thought I had to go down one of those routes right and 
law sounded good to you know you have all that status and mm-hmm. oh you have money so just do it you know that kind of thing <laughs> so i just thought well i'm gonna do it i can i can talk yeah let's mind arguing so exactly i'll do it yeah great and i guess in terms of that big change that decision you know mm-hmm. you said that you felt as though you weren't really making the impact that you wanted to make as a solicitor what were the factors that you considered when having to transition Oof, everything yeah. everything so first was my identity oh yeah that's a huge one I think even when people change careers it's about who am I as a person and mm-hmm. oh, I've built I've built this career because law isn't just about a career it's it's, it's a lifestyle it's it an identity is. and people judge you on it as soon as you say to people if I know you get yeah. this oh I'm a lawyer they're like Ooh. yeah <laughs> and then all of a sudden they just the way they treat you changes yeah. and I couldn't really say that anymore yes I'm a qualified solicitor, but I don't practice. Right. I, don't, I don't practice anymore, but I am still one. Yes. But that felt like, gosh, a big part of me has died. Thought, yeah. So who am I now? Yeah. And I really struggled with that for a while. And mm-hmm. I felt guilty. I was thinking, I've spent all this time, all this money. money. Mm-hmm. You know, I've trained. Someone else could have done it. And wow. It was a lot of guilt. Oh, yeah. A lot of that. And I think that's something that you need to deal with at the beginning. If you're going to change careers, it's okay Mm-hmm. to change don't feel guilty everything that you've learned in that time will help you in the next thing absolutely and i didn't see that at the time oh yeah you don't actually I didn't see it. you don't and you know it's it's almost this um very blank space mm-hmm. that people who career transition don't speak about and it's that blank space of guilt it's a blank space of loneliness mm-hmm. it's a blank space of redefining who you are yeah. and explaining you know what I mean? We have to explain not just to family, but also to friends um, and to co-workers why this change. And mm. it's you are still trying to make sense of it all. Yeah. So explaining it publicly is so difficult. Um, and I think that that was actually one, that, that aspect of it is what I struggled with. Mm. Um, because everyone knows that I always wanted to be an attorney. Mm-hmm. I wanted to prosecute. I got the opportunity to do it. It was my dream job. That's it. Absolutely my dream job. But it did not fulfill me where quality of life was concerned. Mm. I wasn't happy. Oh, really? Um, How? And I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy because I realized that my purpose was so much bigger. I didn't want to just... Um, validate my purpose on winning a case mm. I wanted to validate my purpose on changing lives okay. Um, okay. changing a nation mm-hmm. changing a system Preach. Um, and I felt that I was in a system that I could not help mm-hmm. or that I could not change if I was at the bottom of the ladder and I, it was a harsh reality for me, so that I would walk, I would go to court every day and fight my best fight to mm. win these cases. But it didn't change the fact that we worked in a very poor judicial system. Mm. It didn't change the fact that sometimes cases took eight years before they can come to eight court. Eight years. Yes. It's very difficult. Eight yeah. years mm. before it can come to court. It didn't change mm. the fact that the way that law enforcement collects evidence was corrupted. You know what I mean? And I realized that there was more for me than what I was told Mm. my dream should look like. Mm. So that was the scary bit, of course. And, um, you know, sometimes you don't want to sound like a dreamer. So you don't want to be like, I want to change the world and I want to do this (laughs) and that. And they're like, girl, what are you talking about? Have a seat. Like, 
you have a good job, just stick with that. And um, of course, I had to make my dreams, this this new thing, into action. Yes, yes, I and agree. It, so tell me about what were like your actionable steps? Because of course, you make the choice. Mm. Um, and did you make the choice from mind or heart? Ooh, it was a combination of the two. Right. So I knew that I had to transition into something that developed people, just like you said. Yeah. But the question was how? Mm -hmm. because there are so many ways you can do it but yeah. I had to think about the quality of life that I wanted where do I want to live in the future what skills am I going to develop what are my strengths what are my values I had to think about all of those things yeah how you know even if you are going to retrain it costs money oh yeah you have to think <laughs> about that um, how it affects your family mm -hmm. what I was willing to give up that's a big one because again I had achieved something yes and it was just it was difficult to let go because sometimes you're stuck you think oh i have to hold on i've achieved this yes. it's, it's hard to let go it's really hard yeah but i re but there's something someone told me once if you keep your hand clutched like this nothing can get in yeah no one can take it from you but then if you nothing, don't release it nothing, nothing can come nothing back can come back to you so yes. you have to let something go in order for something, something else to come, to come in. in so mm -hmm. there was that and that's powerful Tell your friend, you whoever that is, that, that was powerful. So guys, don't hold too tight, oh. don't hold too tight. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. um, but what I did was actually, I knew I wanted to go into something new. I didn't know exactly what it was. I wouldn't recommend doing it this way. Mm -hmm. I think it's better to have a plan, <laughs> but yes. I didn't. I just, I waited until my contract came to an end. So I didn't quit, I, I completed, and then I went backpacking. Wow. I just I, grabbed my stuff, amazing. bought a ticket, and just head out. And I just went by myself. Now, as a, a black female, <laughs> who's, I think I was in my sort of late-ish 20s, mm -hmm. it's unheard of. People don't do that. Yeah. Because they're so focused on their career, which, mm -hmm. which is understandable. Yeah. But I was single. I actually had saved money. So I made mm -hmm. sure I had good finances from the beginning. I read lots right. of books as a young person. So I had more than enough to go traveling with. Mm -hmm. And I just went. My mum didn't want me to go. People oh. thought I was crazy. I did it. But you need, yeah. And then the thing is, mm -hmm. you know, when you go on escapades like that, and I call it an escapade because it's a soul escapade. Yeah. Right? It's an escapade where um it's a finding of self. And you know, it's 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 shedding as well because that mm -hmm. identity that you've hold, held on to for so long yes. and you've worked hard for it. Hard. I can tell you, I had tears upon tears just to get my law degree and then to be successful yeah. in the in the practice. Yeah. Um I've spent a lot of energy and time to build it and you know to just not feel mm. happy about mm. it was so devastating yeah, to me it really hurt mm. um, and I just went on the journey similar to you so I think travel is the best way yes. especially traveling by yourself I actually went to Berlin oh, and so you I came this way yeah <laughs> I, I just decided I wanted to go somewhere that no one knew me mm. it was different from Trinidad mm. and I just wanted to experience it um, and actually, when I decided to go to Berlin, I had already enrolled in my master's program in international business. Did you study it there? Yeah, I okay. studied it in Edinburgh. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what happened is I, I felt that, okay, this is no longer making me happy. I need to, to, to go on to something new. Mm. I need to find my way. Business has always appealed to me. Um, and I said let me before i make a big decision let me apply for jobs in the corporate sector okay. and if you don't have experience in the corporate sector as an attorney 
especially a criminal attorney, it is difficult. Mm. So I kept getting rejected, 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 rejected. And I said, you know what? If it's one thing I have is brain. Like, <laughs> I'm a bookworm. Yes, yeah. I'm a bookworm. I am a bookworm. I love research. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? Maybe I should do a master's. Got through with the master's. And that is when my self-discovery journey started. You know, mm -hmm. and me redefining clothing myself in the clothes I wanted to wear. You know, putting my robe, my lawyer robe to the mm -hmm. side. Putting aside my white shirt and my black suit. And just deciding to be and it's great because now look at what I'm wearing you know like I'm so chilled your own, your own designs. <laughs> yes and I'm just so chilled and I think it's it's having it's being able to have that freedom based mm. lifestyle that um, where we make our own rules I agree with that. you know because we've been in a profession that they make the rules oh for us. yeah and they make you work so hard to get into it so mm -hmm. it's difficult to me but I even have friends who I know want to go but they can't well i think it's a choice you can right but mm -hmm. it's about are you willing to yeah <laughs> and people get attached to the money and people don't want to suffer they don't want to go through all of that again because right. starting again is also difficult difficult so yeah. it, it's not an easy transition but but i think it's good to have some guidance yes to have some assistance I had friends who really oh, were there for me. I think yeah. mm -hmm. because it's such a lonely time. I I would say yeah. I had I would call it mild mild depression. This is depression. something I, I don't like to talk about because I'm such a positive person. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I told anyone who worked with us now, they wouldn't believe it. But mm -hmm. it got to a point where I would shut my door. I'd sit in the corner and just cry. I know it sounds Aww. really silly, but I would sit there and think, Why am I alive? I've done all of this work. What has it amounted to? What have I got to show for it? Mm -hmm. And at the time, you know, my sister was already married. A mm. really good friend of mine was already married. So I was, again, I don't know if this is a cultural thing, but yeah. if you're not married by a certain age, something's <laughs> wrong with you. Well, there's no ring. Really no ring. wrong with us. No ring. <laughs> but it's fine. You know, so it's just I had so many things that were just happening at the same time. I just thought, what's the point? Yeah. And I would just sit there and cry. And I couldn't look my mum in the eye because, mm. you know, she helped me to go to law school exactly and then, well i just thrown it back in her face and yeah. that's how it felt and that's how it felt and it, mm -hmm. yeah so it's very real it's very painful and i guess it's important to have that support system 100%. you know friends 100%. that you can speak to family that you can speak to i come from a similar background i mean i have an amazing family mm. very supportive but i'm also someone that when it comes to matters of the heart I tend to just sort it out on my own yeah, okay. and sort it out um, with God. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. God and I have our conversations. And I think for me, it was a time where it was very hard to explain to people what I was feeling. And it seemed that I had it all together, but I every day I had mm. to pray for a next step. I had to pray for you know understanding where direction is and being lost mm. is part of it and mm. I, that's I, you know I want to stress that because people think that oh I want a career transition and I want to start something new but they don't um, accept that there is there is a very lonely period that you're going to go through um, and what's important is if you do decide to jump upon that endeavor mm. you should at least have this support system ready needed um, at least be emotionally and spiritually strong so you can handle it 
I know what you're getting into. So I remembered when I, if I would do anything differently, mm -hmm. it would be to talk to more persons who career transitioned. I made a decision on my own. That, that's a good one. Did I you? Didn't. I didn't. You, you no. talked, you spoke to persons. I didn't. You, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't either. Yeah, I didn't. Good. I didn't yeah. And I just feel like, I think I didn't because no one could have explained to me what I was feeling inside, mm. you know? This heart, this devastation, <laughs> this disappointment, nobody could understand that. So I, mm. I kept that very much within. I just made a decision. Um, but I guess, you know, for people who are viewing this conversation, it's they're doing what we didn't do. You know, they're, they're listening to us about... That's a very good point. Yeah. It's good that you're listening. It's very good. good. <laughs> it's good, good that you're listening about career transitioning mm -hmm. um, and that you're, 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 you're understanding what it takes to walk confidently through the phase. Yeah. So, I guess in terms of um, how, what has helped you transition successfully, what would you say were some of the okay. fine points? I'll be very, very, very honest. Like you, mm -hmm. prayer to God. Because mm -hmm. I felt as though it was time for me to shift. I don't know what's coming later on in life, but I feel that it was just the right time to do it. Uh, so it got to a point where I wasn't able to sleep because I, was just, I just kept thinking about mm -hmm. transitioning. I was still in law, but I was like, oh, I really want to What next, yeah. Yeah, and it just concerned me a little bit, but I just knew that I had to do it mm -hmm. and I would be okay. Yeah. Even though it might be difficult, I'd be okay. So prayer was one. Mm -hmm. The second one is confession. So <laughs> I'm being honest. So what I would do is I'd write all the negative thoughts I was having. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to make it. It's too difficult. Who do I think I am? And then underneath, I'd go through the Bible and I would write down what it said about mm -hmm. the, the, basically the opposite of the negative thoughts that I had. And every single day without fail, I would read those confessions. I'd look in the mirror and read them. At first, I didn't believe it. I didn't. But <laughs> over time, I just kept saying and I was consistent right. about that. Yes. And then as I started to take action as well, so I didn't just talk, I did stuff. But I went out and spoke to people uh -huh. um, and really looked at what careers were out there. Yes, yes. And then... Landscaping. Yeah, yeah. you have to. You have you to have do to. your research because yeah. things have changed. When we first left university and the jobs that were available are very different to what's available now. Now. Uh -huh. And even with the role that, that we're both doing now, without having a career first you find it very difficult to do because yeah. how can you advise people how can you advise people on careers if you haven't yeah if you haven't been through a storm <laughs>